You know what's the uh, the best thing about being from like a small town? Everyone knows you, so you can get like discounts on stuff. Uh, no, not that small. Oh, high school classes that are under like a thousand students. I'm an adult. I don't care about the high schools. <laughs> no, the correct answer is finding creepy stories within your small little town that you grew up in. Yeah. See, clearly you didn't read the title of this week's episode because everyone that clicked on this episode knows that we're going to be talking about scary stories from our hometown and like creepy legends. Tori, why can't you be better? Me. <laughs> That's not true. I think you're great. So like Ty said, we have talked in the past about some of my hometown legends, mainly the Queen Mary. Love her. And now it's Ty's turn to share a few creepy stories of his. Yes. Places that I have gone to. Actually, I've only been to one of the places. So I grew up, not really, but kind of, in the town of Brentwood, California. Now you might be thinking of either two things. One is, where the hell is Brentwood, California? Or if you're from Southern California, you're thinking Brentwood, like, near LA. But no, that's not the case. I'm talking about Cornfest, Brentwood. The Brentwood that's in the Bay Area. <laughs> where every year they celebrate Cornfest. <laughs> Which I technically didn't grow up there. I technically grew up in the Central Valley, but I don't like to talk about that chapter of my life. So I say I'm from the Bay Area. I moved to Brentwood when I was in, um, a sophomore in high school. And it was great. Still hang out with all my friends. They're fantastic. I love them. Yeah. One of the things I've learned about living in Brentwood is that there's a lot of creepy places there. And one of my favorites that I've gone to actually numerous times is the old abandoned slaughterhouse. Yeah. There is an abandoned slaughterhouse. It's really great because you have to drive out into, like, the middle of, like, this dark road, like, in the hills. It's kind of near the high school that I went to, but, like, still not, like, directly next to it. So you drive out, and you have to park your car, like, kind of on the side of the road and risk getting a ticket or towed, which always kind of terrifies me. That scares me more than the actual place, to be honest, because I would hate to be gone for, like, an hour and then come back and be like, no, I have a parking ticket, or my car being gone, because it's in the middle of nowhere. I think that's actually the place when we first started dating... That you took me down that road, but then I think halfway down, the sun was going down, so we went back. Oh, no, we went there to watch the stars. And I think one of the things that you, you even said to me was, oh, like, tomorrow, if you want, we can go down to the actual slaughterhouse, which is, like, a mile down the road. And I'm like, mm, don't want to hike that much. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty it's good a walk. It's a flat road, but... Yeah. Don't want to do that. It's like a good, like, two-mile walk to the slaughterhouse, I would say. <laughs> and it sucks because, like, when you're on this road, so you have to park kind of, like, off on the side of the road. And then there's these, like, dividers. So it used to be a road that you were able to drive down, but they stopped doing that. So now you're able to bike through it or walk through it, but that's about it. And you, so you can't get a car down this area. So you have to walk about two miles until you get this, to the slaughterhouse. Unless you cut through the field and then it's, like, quicker, but there's a bunch of cows and stuff. Moo. Yeah. Hey, I would go through the cows. Uh, I would not. Cows are terrifying. Clearly, you've never been charged at by a cow running downhill at you. I went hiking one time, and, you know, there's just wild cows. Me and my friends were like, oh, look, a cow comes charging down the hill at us, and we run. It's also kind of funny because my sister, who is an animal science major, 
Holden deals with birds and scary dogs and snakes and anything you can really think of. The one animal that she is afraid of are cows. Yeah, they're like hundreds of pounds, probably like a thousand pounds. I don't know how much cow weighs, but they weigh a lot. And, and when they that just thing get territorial. Yeah, and if it charges at you, that's terrifying. Especially if it's a bull and has horns. I mean, this one wasn't a bull. This was like a straight-up cow. But still, that's a huge thing. That's that's like getting hit with a rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's even worse if it's a bull. Then you can get gutted. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Not cutting through a field of cows. I ain't messing with moo. <laughs> even though every time we drive past, like, either the horses and or the cows, I'm like, let's stop by so I can pet some. No. It's a terrible decision. <laughs> but horses and... Pretty cows. How mad so do you sweet. think the owners would be if they saw some random person petting their horse or cow? I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't care as long as they don't feed my horse things and they don't steal it. Anyways, we're, we're side tangenting too much. Let's go back to the actual scary stuff. I apologize. I was about to say, if the horse doesn't want to get pet, it won't. It turns away and it's as scary as a cow can be. They don't horse around. Down this road was the slaughterhouse, and there was this legend that said there was this old man that used to shoot people that would enter the property, but eventually the old man died. And if you go there, you can actually still be chased off by his ghost that's carrying a shotgun and comes at you. So the first time I went down this road, it was with me and a bunch of my friends, and it was like middle of the night. It was probably like midnight, I want to say. My friend ends up getting a bloody nose, so him and his girlfriend turn around, and then we keep going, and when we get there, we're just kind of looking around, this whole place is abandoned. It's like, there's so much graffiti, there's broken glass everywhere, we're finding shotgun shells all over the ground, some loaded, some not, and I was like, okay, this is clearly an area. You could see the actual place where they, you know, they slaughtered the cows, or pigs, or whatever it was, I don't know, they killed a bunch of stuff there. You know, it's, it was super creepy when we went there. And there was actually this giant, like, tower, which I was dumb enough to decide to climb one day. <laughs> or that night. It's, like, in the middle of the night. and The silo? Not the silo. There was, like, this weird tower that was connected to the building. And you could climb up it. I did climb up the silo, but that was a different, like, time I went. You know, it was a pretty creepy area, and it was fun to explore with my friends, and we were there for probably like an hour, and then down the road from there, it was the Gates of Hell, which, back in the day, there used to be this insane asylum that was connected to that road. It's no longer there, they took the building down, and they kind of demolished the road there too, but these Gates of Hell were like these, um, like these cement blockers. If you were to cut through the cement blockers, walk like 20 feet, it ends up leading to like this dirt road of what would have been the path to the asylum. So it says, I don't know if there was actually an asylum there, but from what I've read, there was an asylum there. So my friends and I, we all took photos in front of the gates of hell because we were like, oh, we're cool, you know? <laughs> I mean, there could have been an asylum, like years and years and years and years prior. Oh yeah, no, absolutely it's possible. Yeah. And then they probably took the building down because, you know, so many people were probably going there to party and do satanic cult stuff. and. Oh, kind of like um, in the uh, Clayton Road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any scary abandoned building, if it has a 
creepy history or urban legend connected to it always attracts people it always does whether the stories are true or not right well i mean and that's why we went to the slaughterhouse and like the gates of hell because you know it was fun to check out there's small legends you know it's like every town has something like that but it's still fun to explore and there was another time when i went back to the slaughterhouse i was with my brother and his friends and, you know, we're getting there, and there was, like, four or five of us. Everyone's kind of, like, super scared. They're like, oh, do we go inside the building? And me being there before, I was like, screw it, I'll do it. And there was, like, inside the building, there wasn't, like, an actual door, but there was, like, this cutout wall that you could, like, duck under and get inside the building. The doorways were, like, blocked by, like, a bunch of stuff or something like that. So I was the first one that's like, screw it, I'll go, and just, like, dove into the building, walking around, looking at all the destruction and graffiti everywhere. And then Travis was freaking out, which is always so funny when my brother, like, panics in scary situations. <laughs> and his friends were like, God, your younger brother's tougher than you. <laughs> Ripping on him. <laughs> and Travis was just like, no, he just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, you literally don't when it comes I don't. to a lot I, of things like that. When it comes to scary stuff, I'm the first one in and the last one out. I have zero shame in it. Yeah, you're the one to provoke any monsters. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll invite you to have a drink with me and come here, goat man, come to my bridge. And... <laughs> Charman! <laughs> this is this my, is my bridge, bridge now. now. <laughs> I know it's goat man, but we did that with the Charman bridge. I know. It was really funny. But yeah, but no, it, it's very true. I, I don't get scared exploring those scary places. If anything, I'm more scared of like a homeless guy coming out and attacking me. But for the most part, going there for like the haunted part, I'm like, there's nothing going to happen. I would be shocked if something legitimately happens. That being said, the time I did go with my brother and his friends, we did have a weird incident. We were next to the silos with my brother. And we were all in a circle and we started playing the cameras and taking photos. Travis had a Polaroid, which he later developed the photos, but there's nothing on it, sadly. While we were in the circle, he was like, oh, you know, are there any ghosts out there? And all of a sudden we hear these two massive bangs next to the silo. And all of us just kind of stop and look and we're like, what the heck? So then like, I'm kind of like peeking inside. I'm like, I don't see anything. And then like, we, we move away from the silos. So no one's next to it because maybe we thought, okay, well, someone here in the group was messing with us. And then we do it again. Can you give us a sign? And then we hear another two bangs from the silos. And we're just like... Oh, dang! And Travis was like, nope, I'm out! And he just started walking a different direction. <laughs> See, at that point, I probably would have sent you into the actual silo to see if there was someone else in there. Because it could have been that there was a, not a police officer or a security guard, but someone who patrols Monitors the, the area to make sure, you know... No teenagers do stupid shit. Right. So, and that's what I thought too, but when I did shine my flashlight into the silos, I didn't see anything. How far could you really see though? Like, well, was it like a small hole that you were shining the flashlight in or? So there's both. There is a hole where there was like some tube that connected, but it was probably like the size of a bowling ball maybe. And I shined the flashlight in there, but then there's also like an opening that was like torn open, I want to say. And you could kind of like peek your head in and I didn't see anyone inside them. Okay. Yeah, because if you're just shining the light in, depending on how far the light can reach, someone could have right. been hiding in there. Oh, absolutely. And that was like the first thought initially. But I just thought it was really funny that you would hear the banging on that. So yeah, so there was that. And then also in um, 
and Black Diamond Mines, which is like a hiking trail nearby, there is a cemetery. And if you go hiking kind of towards the cemetery, you'll find this grave of this woman. I'm blanking on her name right now, but she was kind of like the woman in white legend there. Because there's always a woman in white legend in any haunted place. Always. Right. They say, you know, at like nights or the anniversary of her death, you'll see her walking around the graveyard or walking down the trails that led up to the graveyard. And there was this whole thing about this woman that got run over in a carriage and that's how she died. You know, the stereotypical stuff. And then, of course, we also had Gravity Hill, which was uh, kind of another frequent thing where if you put your car in neutral, the car is going to start rolling up the hill instead of down the hill. And they say if you put, like, powder or something on the back of your car, you'll see little handprints of, like, ghost kids pushing you up the hill because there was a bus crash and killed a bunch of kids. You know, that, again, that stereotype. I never did that, but I was always curious to try it. I know there are weird gravitational anomalies in places, so I don't think it would be a ghost thing. If anything, it would just be a mystery spot type of deal, you know? That could be, yeah. Or who knows, maybe tiny little ghost kids. Possibly. Like, those kind of cliched urban legends, I always try and look for more logic in them. For instance, when I was in high school, I think I was sophomore at that point. I went to this, like, winter kind of camp called CCEJ, and going up the hill, like, you know, the bus would kind of rock from side to side, hitting pebbles and all of that stuff. We're going up a mountain. Same thing happened when we were going down, and everyone was saying, like, oh, the bus rocks back and forth because it's the devil children from a bus crash that are trying to make you join them but then on the other side there's the like angelic kids that are trying to like keep you on the path you know that kind of stuff that's a really weird religious thing not religious as much just like the bad delinquent kids Mm, versus the other ones It wasn't a religious camp. Oh, it sounded like it for a minute. Like, oh, the devil kids and the angel kids. No, it was basically a camp that was all about, like, sexism and racism and ageism and all that stuff. Got it, they promoted sexism. (laughs) (laughs) What type of camps are you going to? Oh, there you go. How to (laughs) deal with sexism and racism. Yeah, like hide the bodies of all of the. uh, Whoa, 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 hang on. I'm going to stop you right there already. (laughs) Cut you off. We are a family friendly podcast, PG 13, all right? Talking about all this haunted stuff. Exactly, but we don't swear much. They're not even bad swear words, my god. I know. Hey, God's a bad word in some places. I don't know. I've never abided by that. <laughs> there was this other legend that I actually really loved, and I've never been to this place. But it was on the in the town of Byron, and we always drive through Byron whenever we go to visit my parents. You know, it's that small little, like, in the middle of nowhere town. Like, right before that turn where we turn to Discovery Bay. Oh, that thing. Yeah, it's literally, like, one road, or, like, a crosshair of roads. I thought that technically was still, like, Brentwood, Disco no, Bay. that's Byron. It's just that small little town of, that's, like, a town where, like, you know everyone, and there's, like, a total of 100 people living here. Oh, that's, like, itty-bitty. Yeah, no, that's, like, a small town where everyone knows each other. 
Brentwood's not like that. Brentwood at least like has like a I think it has like a fifty thousand population or something like that. Not huge, but like decent amount of people. My high school class was like five hundred kids, two thousand mostly. I know yours was a lot bigger. Whatever. We're not comparing sizes, okay? I mean, I wasn't even bringing that up. But I heard sure. your snicker. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're a funny guy. Am I able to laugh? Mm, nope, not allowed. <laughs> when am I able to laugh and when, I'm, when am I able not to laugh? Uh, you have to read the contract and then you can judge it by then. <sighs> okay, give me like three to five business days All and right. I'll get back to you. I oh. might have my own revisions. Uh, no, you've already signed the contract. The lawyers are pretty strict on that. Can't buy mm-hmm. out until uh, 10 years after. No, I think I can be very persuasive. Uh, I don't like that. That sounds illegal. (laughs) Anyways, going back to Byron. In Byron, there is this haunted place called the Byron Hot Springs. And back in the day, it used to be, well, hot springs for people. But then during um, World War II, a bunch of people from, like, the government decided to commandeer the hot springs. And they used it as a place to store weapons and house injured people. Because I want to say there was also, like, um, I think polio was around World War II or something like that. But there was some disease that was spreading, through like, throughout the nation. And the government, instead of using it now as a place to store weapons and people, they decided to store sick people there. So it kind of changed slightly over time during World War II. And it was very fascinating because after World War II ended, they basically shut down the hot springs entirely. And if you go there, like, the whole building is, like, riggedy-wrecked. There's, like, graffiti everywhere. They have a patrol, like, guard that monitors the area to make sure that high school kids don't go there. Like, because a lot of people would go there a lot to get drunk and hang out. Like, any haunted place. But there was basically this legend that you could find, like, the sick patients that died there. As well as, like, little kids roaming the halls and stuff. It's generally a creepy place. Like, I've seen videos and pictures of it, but I've never actually been there. So they took a very relaxing-esque place and turned it very bad. Essentially, yeah. Like, a hot springs actually sounds really good. Yeah, well, it wasn't like a legitimate hot springs. I think it was more like a spa, but they called it the Byron Hot Springs. And it was literally just this lone building in the middle of nowhere. Still, the spa sounds really good. I know. But honestly, like, driving up, even back in the day, I feel like it would be super sketchy. Because there's no other buildings around it. It's just this giant building in the middle of nowhere. Just wake up in the middle of the night. Hey, honey, I'm going to go to the hot springs. Wait, what? Okay. (laughs) Basically, I guess. I don't know. But I I thought it was kind of cool, like, area to kind of check out. I know there's a lot of coyotes there, so it can be kind of dangerous. But, you know, another haunted place in Brentwood. Well, technically Byron, but near Brentwood. Near where you grew up. Yeah. And then there was also Sweeney's Restaurant in downtown Brentwood, which I don't know if we told you about this place or not, but Sweeney's in Brentwood is like the small family-owned business, but back in the day, um, you know, it's kind of passed down through a couple different owners now, and it's been there for a while but apparently the bar's haunted there. Well, bar, it's Sweeney's Bar and Restaurant. But apparently it's haunted. And occasionally you can find, like, late at night, like, this misty figure sitting in one of the stools. Interesting place, you know? Small Town Legends. Duda, duda. Small Town Legends. Hear this song all the ding-dong day? Duda day. Duda day. Duda day. Hmm. Awkward. 
So other than the Queen Mary, were there any uh, other legends? None that I can really think of that I knew growing up. However, I believe I was in my senior year of high school. Uh, one of my friends, Nick, who is a photographer, he had graduated the year before. Um, he asked me, he's like, hey, do you want to hang out? I was going to go and take a few pictures of this, like, old, creepy, haunted... It was supposed to be, like, a hospital wing. And when we got there, it was really creepy. There was, like, an army of trash cans. You can see through the window, like, some of the windows. But most of them were boarded up. All of the bottom ones were boarded up, locked up. There was a little bit of graffiti. Um, they had these, like, netting doors that could be, like, patio doors kind of it gave me a really creepy feeling being there like I was being watched and that if I looked up in one of the windows someone would be looking down at me and he had spun this whole story of how it was haunted and they had like these medical patients there and they all went like crazy and a lot of them died and all of that stuff you know the classic stuff and then when I got home, I actually did more research on it, and it turned out to be a dorm building for, like, nurses and doctors, and nothing bad happened there. Like, it was literally just closed down because it wasn't needed anymore. Aw, oh, that takes the fun out of it. I know. It was so saddening. Like, I even tried looking up, like, any urban legends. I feel like he literally spun that story to either look cool or to try and scare me dang what a <laughs> letdown honestly i know it was kind of funny though like i do like looking at some of those like histories but i couldn't find any like urban legends on it oh san francisco had a lot of creepy legends but that's a big city san francisco is a huge old city that had a huge disaster happened in, what was it, the 1800s, the earthquake? Yes, and in the uh, 80s. Yeah. Killed a lot of people. There were satanic cults in one of the forests, and then the whole bathhouse thing down by Sucho the... Sucho baths. <laughs> yeah, Actually, very, that's another good episode. Very just creepy all stuff. the creepy things we can find in San Francisco. Another oh, yeah. lady in white at the lake. The one looking for her baby? Yep. Oh, yeah. We might have talked about that in earlier episodes, actually. I think it might have been briefly mentioned, but we can go more in detail about it. True. In a later episode. If you guys uh, want us to do that, let us know. All my San Francisco friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any uh, closing thoughts? I mean, like always. Or like... can I say it? Can I say it? <sighs> I mean, you're going to take my thunder away, but sure. All right. Fine. Thunder taken. Um, <laughs> like, subscribe. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter. The Twitter is basically under my name, Tyler Naismith, or Cinema Tyler. <laughs> but we do post a lot of stuff to that. So be sure to follow us, guys. Also, comment if you want us to follow any urban legends from your hometown. Any monsters. If you guys have any take on one of the classic legends, like the Lady in White or... You know, gravity hill or whatever it is. Kids in you the know, school those bus things. pushing cars to safety. Floor 13, stuff like that. 
please comment and yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. All right. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.